1: Hi, this is
2: Chico Resch. You are listening to the Let's Go Devils podcast on the Primetime Radio Network. Happy Devils Saturday. This is Game Day Live. Coming to you live, live from the Primetime Radio Studios in beautiful New Jersey. Dodging the dodgy weather outside. And Chicago, Illinois, where Vinny Parisi is. As we're streaming live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live, and Twitch On the Let's Go Devils Network as the Devils take on the Philadelphia Flyers. Tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Going to be a big game as they're trying to extend their unbeaten road streak. Or actually undefeated road streak of, uh, uh, no, 10-game winning streak on the road. That's what it is. And four-game point streak, trying to extend that as well. Vinny, how are you, my friend? I can't wait to see you for the first time next
3: week at American Whiskey on December 9th. I'm doing very good. I'm so excited to enter. What is the week that I will come to New Jersey for the first time in my life? I'm very much looking forward to it. It is going to be an absolute blast. Listen, this last Devils game that went on a couple days ago, that was tough, okay? I'll say it. I watched the post-game show. i you know, keeping up with all the tweets and all that. It was a tough game. You let one slip away. You were eight seconds away from getting two points instead of one. It would have been a four game winning streak instead of starting a new one here tonight, trying to at least uh, before losing to Nashville. The only team that the Devils have played that they haven't beaten is the Philadelphia Flyers. They have um, righted the wrong against Detroit. They lost a game to Detroit. They later beat them. They lost to Washington. They later beat them. Okay, and they lost – there was one other loss that they avenged. And, you know, now they're trying to do that tonight against the – oh, no, there isn't. There isn't. It's Philly. And Philly's one of their losses that they haven't avenged yet. There's a chance to tonight. Since beating the Devils on opening night, one team has gone one way and one team has gone another way. The Flyers got off to a really hot start. People were talking, all oh, of Torts is Flyers, man. He could get any roster to – perform well and eh, not so fast they're 8 11 and 5 it's come down a lot since the devils are 19 4 and 1 and the devils are heavy favorites tonight but just because you're heavy favorites doesn't mean jack you got to go out there and play your hardest and give it your all i think the devils are capable of righting a wrong against this flyers team on the road if you
2: remember game day live Or the pre-show when I interviewed Bill Meltzer of uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. If you go back to that video, one of the things that we talked about, the Flyers, was he felt, I felt that the Flyers are not going to be just like dead last place. I I just felt a a Tortorella team would never stoop that low. But what we did both agree on was that he's going to get the best out of each player each night and you better be prepared because Tortorella is not going to allow uh, any uh, lapses in effort on his team. They're going to be the most well conditioned. They're going to fight for every inch of the ice. They are not going to go down that easily. Uh, and I think their record is, um, you know, it shows that because he's gotten as much as he could out of these players and They're not last place, but they're going to be a tough team to go against. Uh, The New Jersey Devils, uh, they've gone in a different direction. We never would have thought it would be this good. But you kind of see that they're sliding a little bit from uh, some of their good habits. Starting games down to nothing. Two games in a row. That needs to be addressed. Uh, not getting off to a good start. Uh, Second period has always been their period. And last game, uh, a little sloppiness towards the end of the game, unable to execute and get that uh, insurance goal, and they got burned. Once you let a team like the Flyers or the the Predators, who just hang around, but they're 100% at all times, you're going to give them an opportunity, and most often you get burnt. So the Devils need to kind of, again, it's it's really we're picking at them, but the reality is they gave away that point against the Predators, and that's a little concerning, but they can right the ship right now and just obliterate
3: the Flyers tonight. I couldn't agree more, and in my opinion – the teams that I like to see win the lottery every year are the ones that play hard no matter what. And you see that the coach and the players, they're not tanking, right? The organization as a whole might be tanking. There's no doubt the Flyers organization by the some of the moves that they've made have shown people that they want to be amongst the bottom in the league and try to rebuild and get a Bedard or a Fantilli or something like that. And those are the teams that when they're not in the devil's division, I normally root for to win the lottery. Like even when the devils won the lottery, they came in like sixth to last place. That's kind of where I see the flyers ending. So I do think there will be some NHL fans out there that root for a team like Philly to win the lottery over a team like Anaheim or Chicago or Arizona who are just so bad. You kind of like when those types of teams win the lottery. It helps, you know, keep the competitive balance. Like, oh, if we come in last place, that doesn't guarantee anything. And Torts knows that you know, the the top guns on the Philadelphia Flyers know that. They got good players. Kevin Hayes is outstanding. Okay, I really like Carter Hart as a goaltender, and, you know, they're they're a quality team that plays hard, and Nashville, Nashville's really freaking good, too. They got off to a poor start, but I like their roster. I picked them on a couple of my written pieces for fanside, to come in second place in the uh, Central Division. So they kind of got off to a slow start. They've been really hot lately. I believe they came into the Rock 6-3-1 and in their last 10 games. And now they're 7-3-1 and in their last 11. That's a really good record. And you talked about the Devils kind of being in a little bit of a funk right now in terms of you know the way they've played, some of the t- habits. That's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen all season long. We picked them to be a bubble team. Okay, none of us predicted them to enter December 3rd as the number one team in the NHL with 39 points. They had a major, major high with the 13-game winning streak. They had a mini high, three games winning streak, right bouncing back after their first loss to break the streak. They blew a game to Nashville. Every team in the league is going to blow at least four games this season where they had a lead late. It happens to everybody. The Ottawa Senators, who, according to my notes, are 28th in the league right now, according to the standings, they shelled the Boston Bruins earlier this season. You know, and the Bruins are right there with the Devils at the top. So stuff like that happens. I'm not too worried about Mikhail Granlund and uh, Philip Forsberg making a sweet play at the end of the game last time. That's, like I said, that's just hockey sometimes. And it's about how you bounce back, how you prepare, how you, you know, act as a teammate in tough times. And I'm not even saying it's a tough time. It's a four game point streak. You have one of the worst teams in the league coming up on the schedule, go out there and play your, you know, what off the entire game. If that happens, I expect guys like Jack Hughes, Jesper, Bratt, Nico, he's Dougie Hamilton, go out there, play your game. You'll dominate. I promise. And, you know, you got to do it though. So we'll see what happens.
2: Hey, um, I agree with you, but I'm seeing some comments here, and I actually got a text uh, from a friend. Um, so we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust some chops here. Not that I disagree or whatever. Uh, people are asking about your article about Patrick Kane uh, to the New Jersey Devils. Um, you know, you know, Tony P says clickbait, all that kind of stuff. I almost wanted to respond back that uh, well, Vinny doesn't know that the taxi cab drivers won't take uh, won't take uh, Patrick Kane's uh, crap in terms of the tip. But uh, in all seriousness, why don't you talk a little bit about that article on Pucks and Pitchforks dot com?
3: Yeah, it's not on Pucks and Pitchforks dot com. No, it's it's not, on Dominion Oh, I'm sorry. And that is then. I had a feeling this was going to happen just because of the natural following that i've built on twitter i have way more on baseball season my following is largely chicago during hockey season it's largely new jersey and that i have been going through and saying because blackhawks fans know patrick kane is getting traded so what i've been doing is going through each and every team and saying hey if they were to trade patrick Kane to this contender What would the trade look like if they were to trade him to this contender? What would the trade look like? I've done it with the Boston Bruins. I've done it with the New York Rangers, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I finally did it for the New Jersey Devils. Is it clickbait? Define clickbait. In my opinion, the true definition of clickbait is you're misleading people to false information. There's no false information in the article whatsoever. It is simply a think piece. If by clickbait you mean I want people to click it, well, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, does. That's like that's
2: like saying, "Hey, who wouldn't want to raise that worker? Or, hey, yeah, yeah. You won the lottery. Who wouldn't want that? You know? I mean, come on."
3: So all I'm doing from a Chicago point of view, I get paid to write for Chicago and New Jersey. So when I'm doing it for thewindycity.com, it is simply from the perspective of a Blackhawks fan that is reading it on a daily basis. Even though in my personal life I'm a New Jersey Devils fan, I get paid to cover the Blackhawks. What would a Patrick Kane trade look like for every contender that could possibly trade for him? That's all it is. Do I yeah. think the Devils are going to trade for Patrick Kane? No. Yeah. But are they one of the teams that it would make sense for this season? Well, I would say – there are about, looking at the standings, there are about 11 teams, I think, that would thrive by adding Patrick Kane. Like, the Tampa Bay Lightning probably can't afford it, but like, would Colorado think of something like that? Uh, the Islanders. Uh, how about the Carolina Hurricanes? The Dallas Stars? I mean, all the contenders. Devils happen to be a contender. They get the article written about them. It was nothing more than that.
2: Yeah, and you know what? Um, and that's why I want you kind of like explain it, because... You know, when you hear, you know, we want to address we we love the comments on the YouTube live, the Facebook live, and I wanted you to address that. I didn't realize that it was uh, on the Windy City. Now that it kind of explains your your point of view when you're when you you know, when you write uh, you know, it's obviously a pay gig. You just said that. And you know, and clickbait. Yeah, I mean, you made a great point about clickbait. Like clickbait is like if you say something like, you know, what are they saying about taxi cab drivers in New Jersey
3: if Kane comes,
2: or something like that, you know, if it, I said
3: like, OMG, the devil's land, Patrick Kane in this trade, that would be clickbait. And then, and then it goes dot dot dot. If yeah, <laughs> yeah, when, exactly. you, when you click
2: on it, yeah, that's clickbait. Exactly, that's clickbait. Um. You know, and, and any any want, articles okay. on Pucks and Pitchforks dot com that I write, I actually mean, you know, and uh, you know, it's, uh, the the Lindy Ruff thing, you know, I got that too, that it was uh, clickbait, that I want attention. But did you read the article? Like nobody ever reads; they only read the headlines, so they they already know what the article is about based on the headline. But basically, and I think right now the Devils are reaping the benefits of patience with Lindy, that you've got that continuity of a veteran head coach that's won 800 games, and Jack Hughes doesn't have to worry, or Nico Heischer, like if you go to coach to coach to coach to coach, they're not going to develop properly. These are your cornerstone franchise players, and I think it's a good thing to to to, to suck it up, and go with Lindy, and you know what, Ray Shiro, I think he held a little too long with John Hines, but Lindy Ruff is proven, John Hines, you know, came in, great coach, but he came in in a situation where he was a nobody, and except for one season, which was riding the coattails of Taylor Hall, he didn't really do much in terms of results, but he did develop you know, he did try to develop the players, but I think the, the the issue with John Hines was he changed the lines. Just like, I think he was just overthinking it. Just
3: to a and degree. And there just simply wasn't enough talent. Yeah. That's the thing I always go back to. The team was brutal. When Lindy Ruff struggled as a coach, the team was brutal. He sure and use what, what they are today. So.
2: Vinny, I, I can't help but notice, but. uh Tell us about your Vinny hat.
3: <laughs> my Vinny hat. There's a guy I follow on Twitter. He had a hat. It was blue. And it had his name on it. And I said kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I also, like, meant it. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if I had one of those in red because I like the color red. And got one for Christmas following year from my girlfriend. That's hey, the story you know of the Vinny hat. I, I, I I hope, Vinny
2: hat. I hope you wear that at American Whiskey. because that is. Oh, It's really- coming. It, it, that is one of the coolest hats around. Um, now, Shorts Guy made one T-shirt, I Hate Sam Wu. And I don't even get one. There's only one T-shirt, and he wears it. You know, we should start selling them at uh, American Whiskey. I'll be the one. What selling. would sell better,
3: an I Hate Sam Wu shirt or an I Hate Vinny Parisi shirt?
2: I don't know. Or, well, you know what would sell better than I Hate Sam Wu is... Uh, I clickbait for Vinnie Parisi. You know, T-shirt.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I mean, by clickbait, you mean I want you to click it? Of course, I want you to click it. Of course, please click it.
0: Yeah, but Eddie there's writer. no
3: false information there. It's nothing more than a think piece. The Devils are a contender. A contender will trade for Patrick Kane. Blackhawks fans are interested in what they might get in return for Patrick Kane when the time comes. Yeah. Uh,
2: strategically speaking, I haven't, first off, full disclosure, I haven't read the article. That's the first I heard of it, you know, through the YouTube Live. But strategically speaking, realistically, I think the Devils are in such a good position to the point where they don't need to give up a lot to get these kind of trades. I think that they should just wait for free agency, and then you don't have to give up any kind of assets to another team, you know. For Patrick Kane, it's it's kind of like, you know, I, I think it's going to cost a lot unless unless there's some circumstance where other teams just don't want to pay. You know, it'd have to be well, like
3: a lot of teams, but that's not going to happen. And that's what I go through in the article. There's three trade proposals in the article. One of them is like there's seven teams vying for Patrick Kane, You're going to have to pay a lot if you want to get them. This is what that might look like. Then there's another trade where the return for the Hawks is really light. It's like this is – the Devils are the only team trying to trade for Patrick Kane. The Hawks are just going to take whatever they can get for him so the trade is less that the Devils are giving up. And then the third is kind of a mix of like – it's a mix of both, like giving up NHL talent and um, prospect talent where it's kind of like a mix of both. You're shedding cap or whatever. Each trade has like a different – mindset to it if you will and like so all i'm saying is it's just a think piece it's meant to be like if you're a blackhawks fan full disclosure it's a chicago website they if you're a blackhawks fan what are you going to get for patrick kane if you're trading with the rangers are you going to get capo caco are you going to maybe get someone like lafreniere first round pick uh Hedl, something like that if you're not you know, is it a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick? Like, stuff like that. If it's the Colorado Avalanche, what are they willing to give up for someone like that to go for a cup repeat? Yep. It's literally just meant to get people thinking and excited for trade deadline season. Yeah. There's no false information whatsoever.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, folks. YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live. You heard it here first. Anyway. Um, so, Vinny, I – you're, you're, you're coming next week, right? We got to take care of business tonight, the Flyers. And um, by the way, Campbell says it's a uh, beautiful 70 degrees Fahrenheit summer afternoon here in New Zealand. Great day for a winning game of hockey. So LGD. You know, we got fans like internationally. This is the coolest thing. Is It is the coolest thing. And I see the the rankings. We do well in Great Britain. We got our UK fans. You know
3: if you're watching this follow me at vinnie parisi on twitter send me a dm i want to know if you're international if you're from new zealand or great britain first of all i want to be friends with you on twitter second off how did you become a new jersey devils fan like i'm from chicago people think it's weird that i root for the devils over the blackhawks how do you come from all all that way around the world to start cheering for the new jersey devils i would like dms telling me how wow and then wow. I'll share them all on the show. That's your way to get noticed on the show. I will share them all on the show next week, I believe. What, what's our next team? You're trying name, to is get it? followers. You're trying to, shh. You're trying yeah. to get followers. Yeah. All right, send me a DM without following me. That's fine. <laughs> My DMs are open. You don't have to follow me.
2: You know, Vinny, I'm just joking around with you. I hope you realize that. Well, oh, of course. Yeah.
0: You're
2: um, making
3: fun of the clickbait people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently there's a meetup on December 15th, according to Tony P, some Brat Pack thing. Um, not aware of it. Uh, but we'll be at American Whiskey quite a bit in December. But there's a lot of, you know, again, there's a lot of logistics issues, me trying to get down there. But you could definitely find us on the big screens, uh, there at American Whiskey. That is for sure. Um, yeah, most likely I'll be there on Tuesday, December 6th. December 9th, that's when Vinnie Parisi is there. Also, December 12th, first time announcing this, Devils Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The Let's Go Devils podcast will be at Stage House Tavern. In Mountainside, New Jersey, off of Route 22, for a watch party hosted by yours truly, Arlette. First time we're announcing it, we will be promoting it for the next nine days. But I will tell you, folks, it's going to be a good time. You've got music, entertainment, you got good food, you got good booze. And yours truly, Vinnie Parisi, is going to be in New York City, and we're going to see if we can hook up via internet and do Game Day Live in two different locations at American Whiskey in Manhattan, the New York version of American Whiskey, which is a couple blocks away from... That dump called Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous train station, which is going to get the wrecking ball in about five years. But don't let me distract you with that. And we'll be at uh, Stage House Tavern in Mountainside, Route 22 for a viewing party, Devil's Rangers. So just to let everybody know about that. Okay. Let's get to our predictions, Vinny. Because I was looking at the betstamp.app. Don't like the numbers here, the payout. But it's a happy problem because it looks like our Devils are favored.
3: Yeah, the Devils are big time favored. That's scary a little bit, especially against the Tortorella Flyers. But it is what it is coming into this game. I have them winning the game. At minus 240, I went to Betstamp app. I tried to find them at the best price I could. I found them on the DraftKings Sportsbook at minus 240. It is a 6-2 to two victory for the Devils in my estimation. I hope they end up pulling it out because this is a big game for them. If they lose this game, people are going to start to you know worry a little bit. Even though I, I don't really get why, they're going to lose games. They're going to lose games to teams that are lesser than them. But they've won a lot of games so far this year. But it would be nice to get that 20th of the season a lot earlier than people thought they were going to. So let's break 40 points. Um, You you guys remember that year that the Colorado Avalanche finished with 48 points? Devils are almost there. It's not even Christmas. So that's exciting. It's, it's, It's really exciting. So. Hopefully, they're able to keep it rolling. This Flyers team is not very good, but they're well coached, well conditioned, and they got a good goaltender. So, you got to create good chances. I'm looking for a big night from our boy, number 86. This is a night where, you know, you might remember last game, I predicted Heisher sure would have a good game. I think Heisher's game matches up well against the Nashville Predators. Well, lo and behold, he did. He had an assist. It was, I mean, everybody had a decent game forward wise, like offensively a little bit from time to time. And Saros is an amazing goalie. But against a team like the Flyers, I'm looking for Jack Hughes to just really dance around a lot. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. So I have the Devils winning four to two. Same thing. DraftKings uh, sports book. I think it's, you know, I think the Devils look, they have some injuries right now. I think Nathan Bastion. you know, there's really no updates on him, Um but you know what? I think it's going to be a gritty game. I no pun intended. I think it's going to be you know a little bit of back and forth. And uh, I see our fans are uh, putting in their predictions: five two, Dave Singer, uh, Dennis says six three, New Jersey, uh, Ramona five one, Christopher four two. Going with my prediction, and uh, yeah,
3: yeah, we're getting Akira Schmade tonight. Vitek Vanacek will back him up. Really? Yep. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Looking now to see about Philly. I believe it will be Carter Hart versus... Akira Schmid, but let me just triple confirm that. Ooh. Hold on. Working on that now. Yes, it will be Carter Hart versus Akira yeah, Schmid. Yeah, you know what?
2: David Singer makes a good point. Good to play Schmid. Uh, this is a massive test with Blackwood due back. He feels like they're testing him. Hey, you know what? Uh, Carter Hart versus. Akira Schmidt, uh, you know that's a good matchup. I think that's a good matchup, and you know what, uh, Schmidt has done everything anybody could ask for h- him to do. And you know what, he's a uh, uh, you know a year ago, you know you had the they were just such young prospects, both Dawes and Schmidt. I think they're holding their own right now. So very good, very good, and we should be appreciative that we have this. Happy problem of good tending, But I think the defense as well has helped out the New Jersey Devils. Um, But, yep, Vinny, Parisi, and I both predicting the Devils would win. And um, Devils uh, taking on the Flyers on the top of the hour. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, Vinny. Any last thoughts?
3: Yeah, go out there, play hard. Again, this Fires team, not very good. I think they could go out there and do this. As always, like you say, I'm going to say it too. Let's go Devils.
2: Yep, let's go Devils. Uh, I want to thank all those watching, listening, dropping the podcast in about 20 minutes. For those trying to get to the game at Wells Fargo Center down in Philadelphia, stop by Chickies and Peach, our good friends there, where I was there on opening night. They've got the crab fries. They've got the lobster tails. Actually, you're going to have to take a second mortgage for those lobster tails because uh, lobsters aren't exactly easy to get. Vinny, we got we to gotta talk afterwards uh, because I can't wait to go out on a, on a binge eating uh, spree. Uh, all the good food. You need to try the Taylor ham out here in the morning. You need to try some steaks, some lobsters, all that good stuff. And uh, and real, real uh, pizza from the area. I don't want to cause any problems with you and your folks at home, but a little bit different. Uh, it's not deep. Di- I don't want to get deep dished or deep you know what. Deep dish any- is
3: Taurus pizza. That's yeah. the thing people from out of town don't understand.
2: Yeah. All righty. Full 60 minutes, folks. Till next time, let's go Devils.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.